You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, so we're five practices in as this podcast drops on Friday morning. Um, Texans off on Thursday, back at it on Friday for day number six. But we've had five days of practice. We've had three days in pads. And um, I guess maybe you and I can go dueling pianos here, just sort of uh, take turns picking out things that jumped out at us, uh, maybe players that jumped out at us, position groups, coaches that have sort of jumped out here early on. And I'll let you fire the first uh, fire the first salvo here, John. Give me something that, that's jumped out to you. Um, and you know, you've been at every minute of these practices, just like I have, what, what's, if you had to list things here and put a big board together, what's the number one thing for you that's jumped out at uh, training camp so far for the Texans? Well, we, Sean, we had to talk about Mills. He's coming off his best practice on Wednesday when he was quick release, getting rid of the ball quick. He put it where it was supposed to go. And, and Pep Hamilton has told us he wants to play faster, that he'll have a lot of the changes up front dictated by Justin Brett, which is the way it should have been. There was no reason a rookie should be worried about those things last year. So I think the fact that he wants him to play faster and, uh, and, and the fact that Mills looks much more comfortable, which is natural going into his second year, but I think the system fits, fits very well for what uh, is best for him in being able to get up the line of scrimmage, get rid of the ball instead of sitting there thinking, thinking, think. Yeah, I, I think John, you named a couple of. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of fire back here as we're picking things out at Texans training camp that we really liked in looking in in watching the, the particularly these last three practices that were in pads. Um, I'll take it not just Mills, but the entire 2021 draft class as a whole. It was only five guys but none of them were picked in the first or second round. Mills was the highest drafted one at 67th overall. I would say all five of these guys, John, have come back and looked ready to contribute to this football team, certainly exceed what they all contributed last year to the team. Mills has looked really solid in practice, as you point out. Nico Collins looks like a different player here early on in training camp than the one that uh, finished out with you know, 30, 35 catches, whatever it was he had last year. Brevin Jordan has made a ton of plays tight end uh, number nine in your program out of uh, Miami. Um, He's made a ton of plays in practice. And then the two defensive rookies taken in the fifth and sixth round, we already knew Roy Lopez is a starter on the defensive line and they've raved about Garrett Wallow. Um, Nick Casario might've gone five for five in a draft class in which he wasn't picking until the beginning of the third round. That's, and it's early, obviously They, they played one season and five practices of a training camp. But boy, these these uh, these are five guys that really look like they've kind of taken to whatever it is the Texans are doing in the building over there right now. I think since they make the biggest improvement in their careers is going into the second season. Most of the time, that bodes well for them. But also bodes well for this draft class. Mm-hmm. He had so many picks, he's got more chances to screw up. And looking at it, and I'll go back. You're right about all that, and then I jump forward 
to this one. And of course, I'm partial to Jalen Petrie since he went to Baylor, but everybody loves Jalen Petrie. And now that Derek Stingley's out there all the time, you look at him, and if you didn't know who number 24 was, and we were talking about this yesterday, you just stand there and look at the DBs when they're in their individual drills, and you think, which one's Stingley? You can just look at him and tell. He's- eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Just got the way he carries himself, the way he stands, his posture's perfect. He just looks like a lockdown corner, and I can't wait to see him get on the field and see what he can do. I don't know how much they're going to play him in that first preseason game, but having he and Petrie, as as uh, starters right off the bat is going to make that defense so much better. Yeah, no, they're definite upgrade. I mean, obviously they're huge upgrades talent-wise over what they were trotting out there last year. Yeah, I'm willing to live with the mistakes of a young secondary, John. If those are the guys they're trotting out there, I'm willing to live with the mistakes of a uh, of a young secondary. The other first-round pick, Kenyon Green, finally got some reps with the ones. That seemed to calm some people down that he had been running with the twos all of camp. He had, I think it was day four, the second padded practice, he was running with the ones. Um, you know, I guess as camp starts to shape up, are we looking at a Max Sharping versus Kenyon Green battle at left guard? Or do you think it's just they're, they're just mixing and matching right now and it's going to be Kenyon Green in week one when they play the Indianapolis Colts? John, he, he was with the first team that day. Then Sharping was back first team the next day. And maybe Sharping will take the coaching of uh, George Warhol and become a better player. But to me, you don't want you don't you want at least a couple of new starters in that offensive line. Yeah, and they they traded up to get Green for a reason. And I, I know we talked about this on six ten, but uh, the first couple of days he seemed slow to get back to the huddle, which tells you that he was he was sucking eggs. And so I always watch players, especially ones that come from the West Coast and freak out when they get the humidity. And but he, he came all the way from College Station, and so I didn't notice that the last two he was up, he was back just like his teammates. So at some point, he's going to start. But I would like to see Sharping. I like the guy, he works hard. Um, he's a big guy, he's tough, and maybe just maybe in Warop's system that he'll do well. But Green was drafted number one for a purpose. So if you're looking at that offensive line, Charlie Heck is a swing tackle. Mm-hmm. And Justin McRae is probably going to be the backup center because he can play guard. And then you got Max Sharping. That's eight right there without any injuries. And so I'm, I'm thinking Green's going to start. If not the first game, it won't be long afterward. Yeah, that is eight. You're right. And then they, they drafted Austin Deculus. He's a six-round pick. So he might wind up on the practice squad or something like that. But yeah. 
for an offensive line that hasn't played very well the last couple of years, you do get to eight guys awfully quick when you start to stack them up the way you just did. <laughs> so, um, also, uh, different last year when those guys were coming through the stadium like a revolving door. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, uh, you mentioned Pep Hamilton, John. I feel like I feel like the, the system has been a big topic this week. The comparison of the system, Tim Kelly's system to Pep Hamilton's system. And Davis Mills, when he was on with uh, John Lopez and Landry Locker on In the Loop, was pretty candid. Justin Britt wouldn't bite on the question when Landry tried to ask him about differences between Kelly's offense, which is really O'Brien's offense, and Pep Hamilton's offense. Davis Mills went in and basically just said, man, this is way easier for a quarterback to run this system than the one that we were running last year. There's so much less on – this is Mills talking, saying there's so much less on my plate. The center in this offense is the one that calls out the Mike linebacker. Really, that's where the onus is, is, is on the offensive line. Um I would imagine if you're a Texan, honestly, if you're a Texan fan, like hearing anything that's different than what the system is they've been running the last couple of years is probably music to their ears, right? For Texan fans. Absolutely. There's yeah. no question. People got a lot of confidence in Pep Hamilton, and I'm thinking why. Now, five teams were interested, and so people love the guy, and this puts him a step closer to being head coach. And he uttered two words on uh, Wednesday that were music to my ears when he's talking about rookie running back, Damian Pierce, one mm -hmm. of them was explosive and the other one was playmaker. Yep. Yep. That's your guy, John. That's you've hitched your wagon to the Damian Pierce star this year. That's your guy. So you got to like that positive feedback. Hey, are you, uh, are you buying the, uh, Pharaoh Brown, uh, the, the Pharaoh Brown smoke so far this training? Yeah. I feel like every year it's an annual tradition that we fall in love with Pharaoh Brown and then, Inevitably, he goes out and gets six penalties over the next three games, and we fall out of love with Farrell Brown. But Farrell Brown's done some nice things so far. Are you buying Farrell Brown right now? I was buying it last year, Sean, after he flashed in 2020. I thought, man, 6'6", 260, he can yeah. run. He's got, he's got, he's kinda, he got some acrobatic moves, but then injuries and, and ineptness kept him out, penalties. But he just looks so good. The last two practices, he made a lot of big catches. Yep. And they need somebody tied in besides Bradley Jordan because Jordan's not a blocker. And man, oh man, he can help. He can help Davis Mills so much if he could just stay on the field and be consistent. Um, John, I know uh, when you and I were putting the rundown together, I had originally put this down, this segment down is who are the winners and losers from training camp. But as you appropriately pointed out to me before we took to the air. Um, it's really hard to point out losers a week and a half into training camp. And you were right. I was having a hard time finding losers when I was doing it. Before I talked to you, I was having a hard time finding them. There is one loser I do need to point out. That poor NFL Network camera that got hit with a stray Jeff Driscoll incompletion during the, uh, dur during the throwing to wide receivers against air drill. Did you see that? Did you see that camera take a – it was right in front of me. It's, it, it felt like a gunshot went off, John. It was the lens, and I tell you, I, th I heard that Driscoll was aiming for it, and it was the most accurate throw he's made since he's been here. <laughs> he had a big problem with the cameraman. Cameraman looked at him the wrong way when he was walking in that day. It was really funny, actually, John, because I was standing right there, and <laughs> Pep Hamilton came walking over and said to the cameraman, he's like, um, his name is Jeff Driscoll. That's who you need to charge that to is Jeff Driscoll. <laughs> and then Pep turns around and starts walking back over towards the drill. He's like, Driscoll, you just bought yourself a camera. 
$250,000. Yeah. Oh, right. Of all the cameras to hit, right? He couldn't just knock the phone out of one of us schlubs hands. Like that would have been the camera to hit. He hits the most expensive camera. And, and probably- the biggest the biggest target too. He couldn't hit a little cell phone camera. Right. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah, he did. That, that, that camera has a large catch radius. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Um, hey, John, just in general out at camp, what have you thought about the vibe out there with the, the fans the last couple of days with the padded practices and fans being out there? What's your, what's your general feel of the mood and sort of the vibe people you talk to, you interact with, with, as many, if not more people than all of us through your social media outlets and everybody you see around town. What, what do you get the sense is early on here is just sort of the mood around training camp. People are realistic. They're upbeat about the rebuild phase two of the rebuild. They're fired up to have first round picks again, two of them. They like the young talent, but they're not harboring any grandeur. They just want to see the team improve. And we're not going to know that until we get into regular season. People will flash in preseason, maybe the first game, and they're not on the final roster. They're on the practice squad. But all they're looking for is to see what they've seen. Brandon Cooks or Nico Collins especially, Farrell Brown, a lot of those guys, Jalen Camp, are getting the fans pumped up by making exciting plays in practice. Most of them come from Davis Mills. And you can't really tell about linemen and linebackers and running backs until you see them where they can hit people. And that's not coming until preseason starts. I know you're pumped. I'm pumped. Everybody's pumped, not for the playoffs, but just see where are the Texans going in their first season under Lovey Smith. Yeah. I think the mood's been great. I thought the crowds are really good the last couple of days for the padded practices. Um, I'm, I'm, uh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm excited. I'm optimistic. It feels good. It feels good to have it be kind of normal. They are making a lot more plays. It feels like now that's the Texans defense. It's on the other side of this. So you got to kind of go glass half full in this whole thing, but, but they have been making a whole lot more chunk plays in the 11 on 11 this year than they were the, like this time last year, the offense was absolutely, it was brutal to watch. And lo and behold, that carried into the regular season as well, big time. So it's been a much more watchable brand of football, at least in these padded practices in last year, I would say. Absolutely. Yep. 